Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all. The glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free on iOS and Android. Miley Cyrus, Barry Manilow, and spiders are getting angrier. Where else can you hear stories like this? I'll tell you where. Cover to cover. Here's an all-new episode. Hope you enjoy it. Right there, everyone. It's Miley Cyrus's new song Once about upon a time, it was paradise. Was paradise. Once upon a time, I was paralyzed. This is her her song about uh, the breakup between her and Hemsworth. What's his name? Chuck Ch- Charles Hemsworth? What's his name? Chris? Chris, well, no, Chris is the brother. It's Liam. Liam. Oh, Hemsworth. Liam. Liam is the brother. Is the one that, yeah. So, this is this must be the new thing to do uh, when you're like a, a, a female pop diva. You break, yeah. You kind of uh, break up with them, and then you immediately write a song about the breakup, like Ariana Grande did with Pete Davidson, and Miley is now done with um, with this breakup. So there you have it, everybody. That's Miley's new hit. What's it called? Whiplash. Uh, or something? Slide away. Slide away. Slide away. Like That's what happened. But it's not stopping Miley Cyrus from having a good time because Miley Cyrus was spotted basically having sex with Caitlin Carter in a West Hollywood club, according to spies. Uh, hours after dropping Slide Away, which you just heard here on Cover to Cover, uh, the ballad came out. Uh, she was basically having sex with Carter. That's... Uh, Caitlin Carter, who is the ex-girlfriend of Brody Jenner. We talked about this all last week. I mean, you, you got to keep up, people, with these with these ever, you know, these, these stories are moving along very quickly. So Miley, and, and I guess she's now lesbian. She's gone full lesbian, as, as has uh, Caitlin Carter, who I don't really know what her claim to fame is outside of being with, you know, Jenner. Uh, they were basically having sex at the Soho house in West Hollywood, according to uh, sources. It says a spy in the New York Post, according <laughs> to a spy. Uh, and here's what the spy said. They were kissing and making out everywhere, in the bathroom, at the bar, in the middle of the floor. They were basically having sex. There's no question. They're together. Now, the Soho house, for those of you who don't know, I've been there several times. Thank you very much. Is a private club 
on Sunset Boulevard. They also have one in Malibu. They have them all over the place. I think there's one in London, New York, everywhere. But you got to pay to get in there. And the reason being, they have... You ever been, Alex? You ever been in the Soho House on West Hollywood? That, it's a top floor over there. And that I have not. It's a nice spot. I'll give them that. I don't belong to it. I don't pay to... But some of my friends do. And every now and again, I'll have to go to a meeting or whatever, a lunch, you know, but we call it a meeting. And you go to a meeting at the Soho House, and I'll go there. And it is nice. And you'll, I see, you know, Jeffrey Ross I see there a lot, and Sarah Silverman. In the comedian world, I see some of them. Actually, they do a comedy night there, I believe. Really? Yeah. Uh, like once a month or something, I've seen people do comedy there. I uh, I can only imagine. I can only imagine it would be a terrible audience because yeah. nobody gives a fuck. Because nobody there cares about anything but their cell exactly. phones. Exactly. Yes. So it's one of those type of places. But now the thing of it is, the, the reason why it's like a private club we have to pay to get in is so you can like go and make out with, you know, Caitlin Carter and nobody will will say anything. That's the, the the hope being you could just be you know do shit and and it's not going to get out there in the real world. Like if you were gonna if you were making out with Caitlin Carter in, in like a, the Olive Garden, people would talk about it. But apparently there's a spy in the Soho house. So why pay the whatever two grand a year to get in when your shit's going to get out anyway? Yeah, that's so the whole point. She should have just went to like a you know a bar in Studio City. And nobody would have known the difference. But Miley Cyrus doesn't like to do that because Miley Cyrus wants everyone to see her making out on the dance floor and everything. So that's it. This is this thing is going on. It's Caitlin Carter and Miley Cyrus are an item. It's happening, everybody. So, you know, get used to it. I my my you know, I'm sorry for Liam Hemsworth. Apparently he's real broken up about this. And I hope he can land on his you know, I hope a, a handsome uh, you know, well-built, six-foot-two Australian guy could find another lady. I, I really think, hope yeah. he can, you know, get out there and find another guy. It's gonna be tough, but I think he'll manage. Yeah, I think so. I looked her up. She was actually a star from the hills. Oh, Caitlin Carter was. Yeah. Oh, so. but like the the old hills, or because I think they're rebooting the hills. No, like the old hills. Oh, was she? Oh, I didn't know I that. I think so. Ooh, maybe. I don't maybe know. no. You could be right. You because I know Brody Jenner was on the hills. They reboot. This is a new thing, Alex. I don't know. Rebooting. They just reboot everything. They reboot. You know, we talked about the rebooting of 90210, which I watched the, the second. I Now I've watched two episodes of it. And I have to say, I'm not hating it. I'm kind of enjoying it. I, I think it's, um, at first, I didn't like the angle. They were, they're playing themselves on it. And they're playing themselves talking about rebooting 90210. And I'm and I was first I was a little confused because I was like wait they're not the characters I never really watched 90210 I must be honest but uh, and I kind of think it's a good angle I we were we did a TV show uh, uh, called After Lately about Chelsea Lately and it was a scripted sitcom kind of on E about being on Chelsea Lately and we played ourselves basically but it was scripted so you know we we it was about. And people were very confused, but we did three seasons of it, and people really never got it. They were like, why are they playing themselves? We're very confused. So I understand what they're going through over the 902 and because people are dumb. And um, and that's that's the problem. So you can't do things like that. People either buy you as your character or as your real person. They can't. You can't. You know, try and do both because people will be confused. I was confused, but now I'm into it. And apparently, it was all uh, Tory Spelling's idea to get this thing rebooted and back up and running. And uh, I heard it's a hit. I hear it's a hit. So, and you know, we all bitch about people. We say, oh. 
you know, when people get like plastic surgery done or Botox or Restylane or whatever people do to themselves, we all we all say, oh my God, look at them, they're gross. They got shit done to their face. And then when they don't do it, like in the case of like Jason Priestley on this 90210 reboot, I mean, this guy has just aged and it's not a bit, he just looks like, you know, he's, but he hasn't done anything to him his face and doesn't look like he's, you know, old and baggy and, and old. And that's fine because he's probably 50 something. But now we bitch about that. We're like, oh, he should have done so. You can't win. You can't win in this town. You know, I was on uh, Lights Out with David Spade last week. And, you know, I'm old. And it's something. So Spade. Spade's old. We're all old. Everybody's old. And you're all going to get old, too. All you fucking people, you know, think, oh, this. And they write on Instagram, whatever. Like, Why? These people are old. I'm like, me and Spade. I'm like, yeah. That's the way the fucking world works. Gravity is a bitch. Oh, you mean the people have been doing comedy longer? (laughs) Right. right. Hey, listen, if you want four 21-year-old Indian comics on your roundtable, you have it coming. It's going to be on NBC at 1.30 in the morning in two weeks. Watch it. I'm sure it's going to be hilarious. Two, three people who don't have 15 minutes of material are going to do an hour's worth of a TV show. Three people with five minutes? Yeah, minute. you're going to love it. That's what you want? Go watch it. You don't want Dennis Miller and, and, and Todd Glass and me and oh, Spade? Oh, what? That's, that's who's on that's the... Like, yes. It's fucking hilarious. Todd Glass is a genius. Genius. But, oh, he's old. Get him off the screen. He's gross to look at. Oh, uh, so I looked. Uh, yeah, it's the New Hills. All she did before was blog. So, oh, <laughs> that's. But she's a good-looking girl. I'm looking at a picture you know of her now. She it's looks Caitlin Carter. She looks just like Miley. Like, look at them side by side. Yeah, well, that's what Miley. Yeah, that's, what Miley's that's going why for. Miley wants it because she can't get over herself. So uh, that's the story on that. Another story that that I'm. I've become fascinated with, and I don't. I know many of you won't be, but just because I'm a bit of a fan. I went um, last Christmas. He does a show every year. Uh, I think he kind of does it here in Los Angeles and a few other places called A Very Barry Christmas. So I went last year. I got tickets on Groupon, and I went to see Barry Manilow's Christmas show at the Forum here in Los Angeles. And I don't know if they were giving away tickets to some um, Filipino. Thank you, Alex. Oh, is this? This is Mandy. Mandy. Oh, my God. So... I love Barry Manilow. Sorry to interrupt. Him. They were giving away tickets to a Filipino. No, it seemed like everybody <laughs> in the there was a, there was like seventeen thousand Filipino ladies there and me. And I don't know if that's his audience or they just had to give away tickets to or there was to like a, a Filipino there was like, like a, a social a touring group agency. Or yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I loved it. He goes, you know, he does the hits and he does some Christmas music. But here's the story that I'm trying to get at. He's currently got a show on Broadway. This is Mandy. You kiss me and stop me from shaking. Anyway, uh, this show on Broadway was supposed to be a four-week run of Barry Manilow basically doing his hits. I think he's just kind of singing. Now, Barry Manilow is a gay man, and he's married to a a man who's also his manager. And uh, his manager said, let's let's not do four weeks. We can't just do four weeks. People want more of you, Barry, on Broadway. They don't want four weeks. They want... 12 weeks of Barry Manilow and Barry Manilow apparently and this and his husband were fighting I only want to do four weeks uh, you're doing 12 weeks and they did to 12 weeks and apparently now they can't sell any t- tickets I guess the Filipino women already saw it so they're not coming <laughs> so there are a lot of empty seats on Broadway and Barry's f- 
furious at his husband for making him do 12 weeks of empty rooms. Now, Barry, uh, as a guy who plays empty rooms throughout the entire country, uh, because people will not come and see me, no matter what the fuck I do, um, and I, you know, not, people like you got to be on TV to get people to come because then they wanted me to television star. I got five fucking TV shows running right now. Some of them are good, some of them aren't, but whatever. I'm on it. You know, you, you'll still run out to see fucking Jeremy Piven, but. The, the, uh, that show has when been on. When was the last time Jeremy show had a TV show? show has been on 10 years, and it wasn't good then. That, that fucking one about uh, entourage. entourage. Yes. Anyway, so I'm doing all this shit, and then I go uh, to do Heather McDonald last week at Irvine Improv. I go to. Oh, how I, was that? Well, I went to Oprah. You know, Heather was filming her special. Nice. I mean, there's fucking lines of people to get in. Packed, 500 sold out. People freaking out to get in. Then Fortune Feimster, lines of people to get in. Uh, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Am I am I too mean? Is that what it is? Because people say you were mean about the Jeffrey Epstein story. Uh, it was a sad story about people being, you know, young girls. They're not. They didn't want to be on that. I'm like, no shit. They didn't want to. Be. I'm not, I was fucking trying to make light of a shitty story. I'm sorry. Want me to sit here and just hit, pound you people with dark tales of, of of the shitty world we live in? I'll do that. If that gets people lined around the fucking block in Irvine, I'll do that. I need a I much know, sadder song now. I know, I, know, I know how Barry Manilow feels coming out. Poor Barry Manilow. This bastard has been fucking killing it for years. He comes walking out, you know, on a Wednesday matinee show, 18 Filipino ladies sitting there. He's like, are you? He looks off to the, into the wings. His husband's over there. With his head. Yeah, it's like week five. five eyes. Like, you motherfucker. I told you I didn't want to do far, it's halfway through week weeks. three. He's like, it'll get better. I'm telling you, these Filipino ladies are just, they're probably doing cooking. We're flying them out. They're, Don't worry. They're probably busy. By week six, all these Filipino women will be going crazy for you. And he's fucking, it comes out every night. At the Copa, Copa Cabana, there used to be people in the crowd. Where the fuck are you? Are you at had the McDonald's show. You fucking had. Anyway, that was that's Barry Manilow's story. He can't sell tickets. If Barry Manilow can't sell tickets, what the fuck? What do we all? I mean, do you go to any theater at all, Alex? Do you ever theater, go to like no. any Broadway type shows or anything no. like that? Okay. I lived in Vegas for 24 years and mm -hmm. I saw one show what? after I moved. What was it? Um, Absinthe, which is brilliant. Oh, that's like a, one of the Cirque du Soleil. No, it's a it's an independent thing. It's done a. It's like somebody, a dirty show, isn't it? Well, Don't it's they... it's a raunchy side show, so it's all yeah. circus freaks. But it's hosted by this guy who's really raunchy and like he's. Oh, okay. But he does a lot of like honestly, it's a lot of racial crowd work. Is is a lot of it, but he's it's great. It's a great show. But, racial crowd work. Like, yeah, just like, like what he goes out there and makes fun of rape people's like. No, hey, like he, he'll just be like, oh, the Asian guys are here, and then he'll talk about the Asian oh, guys. Oh, okay, you know? well that's fine. So you know, like, but. No, it's yeah, a great yeah, actually he should open for Barry Manilow. He, he should go out and make fun of the Filipino <laughs> ladies. Going, oh, that, the would, that would gals. sell tickets. But no, I I'm not a big show person. Uh well, I I do. I go to a lot of shows and and uh, I, I in New York and here in Los Angeles I go I, I belong to the you know the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion or whatever one it is where I go see you know whatever they have there, you know, seasonally. And uh Are you going to go see the new cats? Well, that's a movie, but I'll, I'll see it. Oh, okay. I'll see it. Yeah, I mean, I've seen Cats, you know, on at Does the Does it weird you out? 
You know, it's I saw it many years ago when it first opened, which has got to be, God, it's 30 years ago now. But, uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. It's not my favorite show. Uh, you know, it's fine. Andrew Lloyd Webber's not my favorite of, of the, of the you know, people who do shows. But uh, and my point being is if you go to see shows, it's all old people at these shows. And I always say to myself, what's going to become of live performing when these people die, this generation of old, basically old Jews, you know, that's who's going here in Los Angeles at least. Now, when they die, what happens next? Unless you're doing like a young, like a rent or something like that, then you get like young gay kids come to see like the revival of Hair or Rent when it's like a Rocky music and like not Rocky, rock, like rock music. Um, you'll get people to come. But now Barry Manilow figures, fuck, I'm going to go to Broadway. Who's my crowd? Old Jewish white women. They're going to fucking flock to see me. At least this is what the husband's telling them. Four weeks is not enough. You need 12 weeks of fucking old Jewish women coming to see you. And they didn't show up. They didn't come out. You know? Maybe I have this fucking audience of the cover-to-cover -cover audience. They're all on the Facebook page. They're all, we love you. We love you. And then I come to their city. Come to the... I come to small fucking cities. You know, you don't... Heather McDonald doesn't come to these fucking cities. I come. I come to the little cities. I play the small clubs. My ticket... I'm, I'm playing uh, the Blue Room Comedy Club in, uh, in Springfield, Missouri. Oh. It's a nice little town. I've been... I've done it before. I've enjoyed it. It's connected to a pool hall in Springfield, Missouri. The tickets, Alex, are ten fucking dollars. Ten dollars. There's 150 seats in this thing. Will people come? I don't know. But what more can I do? Springfield, Missouri. They, I will come to Springfield. I think uh, I don't know how you're gonna swing it, but this will work. Uh, if you can manage to make out with Miley Cyrus somewhere, <laughs> in the you're Soho, golden. In the Soho house, yeah, you're golden. I will do that. I mean, I listen. I find Miley Cyrus to be an attractive, you know, lady. I I'll do that if that's what. That's, you know, that's I, what the I guess. Want. I but those people aren't coming out either. No. You know, I read. Uh, oh, we did Billy Eilish. Now this is another thing. Now not only are we doing we're doing this podcast, and we're we're delivering. You know, I've given you people. I'm all, all I'm asking is come spend $10 at a live show. And I'm, it's a fun show when you come. Like, that's the other thing. It's fun. It's a really good, I'm, I'm giving you solid, you know, material that I, I write jokes about your city that I'm in that week. I'll do shit like that. I mean, it's fun. Will they come? No, they won't come because why? Because I'm not, you know, Heather McDonald or Fortune Feimster. Oh, they, they, they fucking crawl over themselves to go see them. But me? Ah, fuck him. We can hear him once a week on Cover to Cover. Why would we go see him? We could see him on two television shows currently. I was on two TV shows last night. Punchline, which is okay. And, <laughs> and David Spade. I mean, all over the TV. But Jeremy Piven, oh, we got to go see Jeremy Piven. He was on television once. We got to go see him. He's hilarious. He's been doing comedy for two and a half weeks. He had a cameo on Rush Hour, yes, too. Yes, we must see that. We must go see how funny that is. You fucking bastard. I'm going to let anyway. you guys in on a secret. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Nobody, it's not. And there's not one person who walks out of there going, that was amazing. Can't, oh, I hope, I hope we're going to go see him when he comes back to town. Anyway, you know it might be fun that. So now what we, we're also on this podcast, we're delivering... I just read, as before we go to air, now Old Town Road, I said, was like be the ch won the char biggest 
hit ever mm-hmm. on the Billboard charts, n- number weeks, number weeks. Just been knocked off. Now, Old Town Road, we played on this podcast three months ago. Nobody had heard it yet. We blew it up. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Little Nas X, Billy Ray Cyrus, father of Miley Cyrus, who's making out with Caitlin Taylor in the Soho house, practically having sex according to a spy. Um, now, we the one we gave you before that was Billie Eilish song called Bad Guy. No, yeah, you give it a little, little of it. it does you know you were, now this has just knocked off um, Little Nas X on the Billboard charts as number the number one song. Both of these we introduced to you, and you can't pay ten dollars to come see me at Springfield. People always write me, oh, you made me look cool in front of my kids because I know Billie Eilish and Little Nas X. How about making me look cool in front of my my peers by coming to my fucking shows? Oh, I'm so angry at Billy Barry Manilow's husband for making me do 12 weeks at the Blue Room Comedy Club in Springfield. I'm blaming him. Sounds like a bad guy. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. God, sorry. This is a great song, though. I'm going to give you this. I don't really get that. I have a question I've seen for little you. pictures of her walking around. Like, she's not... She's not like the cutesy one. And not, not, it's not a bad... She's not trying to be. She's, she's the artsy like, one. She's big she? sweatpants. And, like, she's not trying to be Miley Cyrus, you know, or, or, or a Taylor Swift. This Billie Eilish. And then I read today she's now got a... You know, cause, because she's such a huge star, she's got artists of her own that she's, she's trying to pop. And she has an artist, a, a rapper... By the name of Snot. Ooh. That's his name, Snot. But it's not it's not just Snot. You're thinking, that's gross. Snot, like, you know, like, Snot? Like, Hachu? Snot? That? Boogers? No. It's, the S is a money sign. And it's O-N-O-T. So it's it's money snot. It's like, money. it's a rich snot. But it's still, it's still pronounced snot. That's what it said in the LA Times this morning. Pronounced snot. So, uh... Is this, uh, is this not? This is not. See, now, here you go, people. Here's another one. Now, when your kids are in the back of the car, you're driving them to camp, sleepaway camp, or wherever you're driving them to, they go, hey, mom, that's snot. You're like, oh, I know it's snot. Yeah, Billy um, Eilish signed him. Yeah. I know. <laughs> exactly. And like, then you'd be like, oh, you'd be like, oh, who told you that? Oh, it's, I listened to a podcast called Cover to Cover. Oh, and then your little kids in the back go, oh, my God, who does Cover to Cover? You're like, oh, it's a guy named Chris Frangiola. They're like, I don't know. They're like, uh, you're like, Oh, and the kids go, oh, does he ever come around live to a small town? Uh, Yeah, he does, actually. And he has really cheap tickets. Oh, you should go see him then, because you listen to his podcast all the time. You'd probably be interested to uh, see him live, up close and personal. He probably does meet and greets after his shows for free. Doesn't charge you like some people do. Take a picture with you. You should go see him. Nah, I would love to, but I can't, because I spent $45 to go see Jeremy Piven two weeks ago, so I don't have any more money to go see Chris Frangiola for ten dollars at a pool hall in um in 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 Missouri. Is it Missouri? Missouri. Springfield, Missouri. Springfield. Yeah. So fuck Missouri. You. Missouri. This is not. This is not. She's a bad bitch. Yeah. I think a lot. So this is the new way to rap. I think is you got to sound like you're real, like you just real tired. Like you haven't heard of this uh, mumble rap. Like is that what it's cool? So, really? You don't know? Is it really cool, Mama Rafa? So, no, I'm, this, for like years, this has been a term. Like, Snoop Dogg came out years ago. Mumble and was, rap. And was like talking shit about mumble rappers. Like, by yeah. name, mumble, like, he called some of them out. 
but he was like, that's not even, like, you guys aren't even real artists anymore. Yeah. But they call this mumble rap. It's, th- that term's been coined for a few years. Is that really mumble yeah, rap? Yeah, mumble rap. Oh, really? Okay, so no, that's no, no, mumble no, no, rap. No, 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 Yeah, like so that. So snot does mumble rap. Here yeah. we go, Which, it just sounds like a guy who's not rap. confident in his rap. Well, he just woke up, like, yeah. uh, you're a bad bitch, I just got up, gonna go into the kitchen and make myself some oatmeal. Not that steel-cut oatmeal, just the real Quaker stuff. The one that you put in the microwave, it takes three minutes. I could do mumble rap. It is real easy. I get in the shower Dude, after my Ticket oatmeal. sales right here. I have to use Irish Spring that I get at the 99 cent store. It, you can get six for dollar and fifty. Uh, Irish Spring smells good, but it sometimes dries up my skin. So then I get out of the shower and I use a body lotion. Then I put on my pants. Sometimes wear underwear, but let me tell you, uh, sometimes if it did my pants, I wear skinny jeans, so I don't like to. So sometimes I go without it. And then I hit the street and I go see Alex. I got here late today because we started to tape this podcast early again. It was 9.30 by the time we started it. How'd I do? Dude, you're killer. <laughs> you know, it's not. I'm going to yeah. let you know something. Our next song on the list started playing because you rapped longer than Snot did. Oh, I did? Yeah, wow. You out-rapped they, I hope my, uh, Billy Eilish will sign me to a, uh, you know, why not sign me? I can get out there and... Because you're uh, an old white... I know, but maybe people, maybe people would be into that. They'd be like, you know, as, almost like a, uh, as a... Um, you know, what's the like a novelty act? You know, oh. like, it's funny that he's rapping, or whatever it's called. They don't even call it rapping anymore. Is, is that like that? I feel like that's like an old thing to say. Like, oh, those rappers—they're out there making trouble. I feel like it's like hip hop is a better way to you know say it. Hip hoppers, hip hop or rap? I don't know. Whatever. I, a, I don't mind it. I, a, I like it. It's not my. It's, you know, I I I have the uh, the Alexa and I just yell out. You know, play. Mellow hits of the seventies. That's what I yell out. Snot and, comes up. And, oh, if I I don't even know if snot's on there. Like yell play snot. I just yell out, and then it's just like James Taylor and shit. And that's what I listen to. But it, it, I should probably listen to something new because I give it to you people, and then I don't listen to it. But you guys have kids in the back of your car who make you listen to snot and Billy Eilish and whoever else. So I have a question for you. Do you know how? So with the Barry Manilow thing, do they have yeah. to pay? To use that space, like the theater, is he losing money? Yeah, the theater. Yes, yeah, that's what I've read. Now I don't know how it works on Broadway, um, but I, I think it does. I think mm-hmm. you, you probably rent. Now, I know out that's the how space. a theater company works. Yeah, but. yeah, it's probably the same type of thing. Like you say, I'll take the Lundfontein Theater for you know four weeks, mm-hmm. and they say no problem, and then you keep the door probably. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you pack it out, like, you know, Bruce Springsteen basically did this same type of thing. Bruce Springsteen did like a residency under, at a Broadway theater and it, it was huge. I mean, mm-hmm. tickets for $5,000. Is that the piece. Born to Run? No, the, it was basically him just ba- basically talking about his book and it just oh, doing music, like acoustic. Sp- cool. And, and it, his book's great, by the way, if you, if you, <laughs> even if you're not into Bruce Springsteen, he's an amazing writer. Um, and and it, it's on Netflix. You'd watch it. It's, it's fantastic. If you like Bruce Springsteen, it's even more fantastic. But And his was huge. So now everybody's kind of thinking of doing it. They're like, what a great way to kind of, for an old- Yeah, yeah but you're per, not Bruce Springsteen. For, for a person who's been around forever, it's kind of like a re, kind of reinvent yourself. It's a, You could say, yeah, I can just go up there and talk about the songs, how, they ma- how I made them, how my life was at the time. I mean, I would watch if I was, you know, like the Flock of Seagulls did it. 
I'd go, <laughs> how'd you guys come up with that? They'd, that's it. They would be 15 minutes long. And, be like, and, that, and that was how we came up with Iran. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Me and three other losers sitting there. Two watching. Filipino ladies. <laughs> two, two old Filipino <laughs> ladies who got the ticket on Groupon. <laughs> oh, so anyway, I love my Groupon. Do you people do Groupon? Is that is that is that something you can't? Is, you can't? You you do you do Groupon? I know what it is. I don't. It's a thing. Well, people know what it is. Anyway, I, yeah. that's, I get some of my tickets there sometimes. Oh, they do tickets on there? Ah, they'll do anything. You punch anything into Groupon, you, you get You could get Barry Manilow tickets get, on Groupon that's right That's where I got now. them. That's where I got them. You could get a massage. You, I mean, it's a little shady at times sometimes, but- So um, I tried it. Here's my my beef with it was like, you got to- So I did the massage thing. Right. And then you got to call and schedule it with the masseuse. Yeah. But since they're losing money on this, they're like- Totally. They're you're, like, you yeah. know, you got to schedule it three weeks in advance. Right. and you gotta yeah they, seems... they're not happy with Groupon people no. but they also have to have Groupon people mm-hmm. because other if, they, if their business was booming they wouldn't do put it on Groupon yeah that's a good point you know there was one time I was scrolling through Groupon and I was like oh it's sad when you see like a, a, a performer on Groupon because you're like you, you know tickets aren't selling well they have mm-hmm. to Groupon them and then I, I'm, I'm scrolling, and the next person who pops up is me. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, there's me! There I am at the Ice House in Pasadena for." for and it, it, sometimes did the Ice House put it up? Or? I think whoever it was. Okay. I forget where I was playing, but it was somewhere local. And uh, and sometimes they put it's they don't even put a number. You know, sometimes they tell you the price like so twenty. Left. It said free, oh. like Ooh, free. Like get on yeah, in. Yeah, hurry up, people! Get fill the seat come on down anyway that's the story on that um you know and that's where we're at here in 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 the in the cover to cover podcast we're we're doing it this week you know i know i I was mean about the the uh the 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 jeffrey epstein stuff and it's still going on a little bit but i'm kind of over talking about it because basically i read you know we all read about it and in the end, it's just a rich fucking guy. Well, I think the person that yelled at you highlighted the most important part. It's that we're all arguing over it, but no one talks about the kids. So, well, what I said was, I, 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 I believe I said the word hookers, and people were very angry at me for saying that they were hookers. And I, I didn't mean they were hookers. I was, I was doing it as I was painting it broad brush. I was saying, you know, hookers are like usually what those type of guys go for, like on mm. who fly back and forth on their plane. That's what I was getting at. I wasn't calling the little kids hookers. You fucking, I mean, people, they just get so bent yeah. out of shape. I, I, I know I say it all the time on here. I don't know if I've ever, and I've listened to some, some I, and I read, you know, the Twitters of, of Tommy Lauren and all these people who are like right wing and all this shit. It doesn't bother me. I'm like, ah, maybe some of them, sometimes their points are valid and sometimes they're not. I never would go, how dare you? People get mad at me for commenting on Britney Spears' shit because I follow her on Instagram and every now and again I'll comment on her absolutely ridiculously bizarre behavior on Instagram. People get mad at me. Mm-hmm. You, you asshole. I'm like, why don't you take that energy that you're using to f- scream at me about making fun of the fact that she puts dead roses on her on her Instagram, and make sure this girl's okay? Because there's something going on there. <laughs> like this, there, there's a problem with Britney Spears. Whoever's, you know, whatever puppet master is controlling her, you know, world that she lives in, she's not right in the head. Mm-mm. And I, all you crazy Britney Spears fans are sitting there pretending it's not happening, go write them. Right, the the fake boyfriend, the muscular, you know, Persian guy. How who, dare yeah, you? Yeah, who's like in her kitchen all the time cooking egg. Like, you think this fucking guy's really dating Britney Spears? He's just taking her money. She's had five of those fucking guys in the last 15 years. Who just, they just take her money. 
and, and you know, call all their friends to come over and say, hey, look, I'm with Britney Spears. I, you've heard my Britney Spears story. I've told it to you. I, 20 years ago, I said she was right in the head. She stole my hat. You, that, I have a beef with her. I have a legitimate beef. She stole a very nice hat of mine that I, thank God I don't have because I'd still be wearing like a fucking idiot. She's probably still wearing it. You might see it on her Instagram. You know, the world is warming up, Alex. We talk about this all the time, and it's becoming a problem because the the world is running out of water. Like, in I, I mean, it's, who knows? We'll all be dead, and everything's fine. You guys turn on the faucet, and there's water there, and it's great. That's why America's great. Because we have water coming out of everywhere. You want water? You got fucking water. You go into Starbucks. I see people going to Starbucks. It pisses me off. I the other day, I'm I'm at a Starbucks by my house, which is a it's an interesting Starbucks. It's a drive-through on one side, which I don't I don't like to drive through Starbucks. It they put them in areas where, so I don't know if you guys have the same problem. They could park, Alex. You could park in the parking lot, and then the drive-through line will be so long it's that will block. It'll you block in. you in. Mm-hmm. Now you can't get. I'm like, this is horribly designed parking lot, and we're, now I was just because the, the drive-through line's so fucking long that I was going. Now I'm stuck. At, at, get blocked. I'm blocked. Anyway, this is a fascinating story. So, I there's a walk-up, like a walk-up window on this one. Not a drive. It's a drive-through window and a walk-up window. Outdoor walk-up window. So I walk up to the window. Is this the one in North Hollywood? No, it's in a, it's in like Van Nuys. Hmm. It's a nice little, nice little Starbucks. It, yeah. you, there's not even an indoor area. It's either mm. drive-through or walk-up. Mm. So I'm walking up. Now a guy comes walking up behind me. I order my stuff, so he didn't get in my way. But and then he walks up and he goes, "Hot water, please." And a hot water. A hot water. He didn't. So the, this woman has to now stop. She's got a big long line. Got to get a big fucking plastic cup that'll be floating around for a thousand years, choking a fucking sea turtle. And he gets his hot water. And then he opens, he goes and sits down at one of the tables and opens a um, cup of noodles. You know, the the, the, the ramen noodles. Yeah. Pours it in the hot water. Then gets back up and says, excuse me, ma'am, can I have a spoon? She gives a spoon because this girl, she just she don't want any trouble, no, and, and he's not homeless. This their guy. employees aren't allowed to say no. Yeah, so yeah. she's like, "Oh fuck it, I'm just gonna." Uh, uh, so, and so now this guy has not spent one nickel at the Starbucks, and but he's gonna have a full meal and a spoon and a plate. Thing while I have, you to, know, he's gonna steal well, their Wi-Fi for an hour, <laughs> which is all. I mean, I guess that's Charges fine. Phone. I no, mean, I it's think not. I think Starbucks is doing fine. You know, I, I don't think they're hurting for for, uh, for business. Because, um, so anyway, but I now I have to wait because this girl would be the one who's going to make my thing. But she's got to give this guy his plastic fork and whatever. I, uh, I actually used to work at a Starbucks. And, oh, uh, how did I know that, Alex? The amount of people that overdose inside of a Starbucks overdose? is much in the bathroom. Really? Is higher than you'd think. Wait, yeah. which one did you work well, at? Well, I was though? in Denver. Um, oh. But no, I mean, I knew a couple people with that story out there. I didn't find someone, but... I imagine out here with the amount of homeless people that they so go in and overdose listen, in the bath. Listen, I'm homeless. I use that Starbucks bathroom, but you're too. not homeless. I know, but when when you're in oh, your car late are at night, people concerned because um, there's a new law being passed here in Los Angeles that, that law's that, that, been around for a while. Yeah, yeah. But they're not gonna let you people sleep in your cars. You people, yep. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. Us people, you people. There yeah. are thirteen thousand of us. We're underrepresented in the thirteen. Yeah, there are. There's, right? Yeah, there's like. But now you move around, right? You're, yeah, you're, you're, I'm you're, always. Yeah, so you're not. Here's some the thing people is, park in one spot. I did like. 
the, yeah, those people, I agree. Right. Get them out of there. Yeah. Like, you can't just monopolize some poor person's, you know, yeah, like parking I have in street, front of their house. I live in a home. I have a yeah. gorgeous home. I've, uh, you know, I've done very well for myself and financially and, uh, you know, in, in show business. So I have a home. And I live on a very nice, quiet, tree-lined street. And, and but it has no, it, there's no restrictions on that street. No parking. No parking restrictions. What you is could, it? I need to look yeah. for a new spot. But, but like, <laughs> oh, our, our, you, you would never be able to. We have people on our. They they will freak. They have a, you know this next door app. Yes. It's an app called next door. <laughs> I do. It's the greatest thing ever. Uh, and I when I first got out, I'm like, oh, look at all these busybodies on next door bitching about literally everything. Everything. They're bitching about everything. I have become one of them. I, oh my God, I see anything going on on the street. I'm like, hey, we got a guy who's been parked for an hour on our road. And I mean, I'm freaking out. But basically what, what, what next door is for those, maybe you guys have in your neighborhood is it's basically just subtle, very su- subtle and sometimes not so subtle racism. Yep. Like <laughs> yep. Guy, guy, see, there's a guy walking down the street. Like, what does he look like? He's brown-ish <laughs> kind of. And like, all right, we got it. So there's a Mexican guy or a black guy walking down the street and you're getting nervous. Uh, so that's basically what the next door is. And then a lot of like lost dogs. I don't know what the fuck's going on in my neighborhood, but every day somebody loses a turtle in my neighborhood. They're like, lost turtle. I'm like, I haven't... I haven't seen a turtle since I was nine years old. I saw one turtle once out in East End of Long Island. I never saw a turtle again out, out in like in the wild. Like, you ever see a turtle in the wild? So if they're losing them, wouldn't it be a tortoise? I don't. I, I don't do you, know. You know, maybe it does say tortoise, but it's like I guess the people have turtles as pets. Man, I, I was gonna say I'm there for, have been more lost turtles in my neighborhood in the last six weeks. Where does it go? I don't know. I don't know, but they're out on the streets. They're probably, you know, looking for a, a car to sleep in like you out yeah. on the streets. These poor lost turtles. Probably. So anyway, that's what's going on on my next door um, app. There's a lot of lost turtles and a lot of racism. So that, you, that's, that's, that's my funny my, is I, that was my exact like take on next door too. Is I was like, oh, it's just racism. It is. It it's is. Just, yeah. So now you're, you, so you will not have to be moved from your car. No, I mean, well, like, someone could knock on my window at any given time and say, beat it, but... Do you have, like, screens on the window? No, I have limo-tinted windows, and I put a sunshade up in the front, so you can't see inside. Yeah, the, what sunshade do you have? The Star Wars one that every dork has, where it looks nah, like you're... Man. It, it looks I like keep it incognito. I'm out here. Falcon? No. Oh, just okay. A, but, um... No, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of people who just, like, they monopolize an area for six weeks, yeah, you know? Yeah, they got That's the, the awful, big yeah. campers. I don't, I'm never asleep more than five hours before I'm back to work, so. I do, in a way, as I drive down, you know, because in Malibu, as you drive down Pacific Coast Highway, that's one of, I have several homes. Um, now, as you drive down Pacific Coast Highway, there's a lot of them on Pacific Coast Highway, because there are certain mm-hmm. parts of Pacific Coast Highway that have zero, you know, no Where you parking restrictions. Which Over I, in the palace, which I, we have been fighting, and we're trying to get them out of. You know there. what? That's a nice place to park, though. Oh, well, who wouldn't want to park? Crack there? the They're windows, like, yeah. get some breeze. I mean, if I was one of those people in like those, you know, thirty million dollar homes, You'd be furious. I'd be furious because there's another guy who's living in his camper, living having the same view as you. Yeah. You paid thirty million for his. He hasn't paid a dime for mm-hmm. him. He's he's. So he just got a free cup and from you got to step over his shit every now and then. like yeah. he's peeing in the uh, anyway yeah. so so but that yeah so so the the, the, the well I had a point and I now I fucking forgot what it was I don't know I'm just trying to stretch here people you know how it is I mean how I can only talk about Miley Cyrus and Jeffrey Epstein so much otherwise 
what is going on in the news? So I read this morning, extreme weather conditions may be encouraging an increase, are you ready for this, everybody, in angry spider populations. Freak events like tropical cyclones could be having an evolutionary impact on spiders in storm-prone regions, which are already areas where the most aggressive spiders have the best odds of survival. This is a study in nature, ecology, and evolution. Researchers from Mass University in Canada studied the behavior of spiders living in areas where extreme weather conditions and they're getting angrier because of the uh, global, you know, global warming, and mm. that, and because of global warming, you're getting extreme weather patterns, and it's making spiders angrier. Alex, what, this is fucking crazy. Spiders are, I mean, whatever you think about spiders in your life, I don't know how much I have to deal with a lot of spiders. And once again, in my neighborhood, I have, I live like in a, it's it's the woods. Tree I live, in the, I live in the woods, and uh, there's a lot of spiders in my garage and in my outdoor area. And I've learned to live with them. I've learned mm. to let let them be w- where we live as one, us. And I keep my shoes. <laughs> this is the most boring fucking podcast I've ever done. I'm sorry. <laughs> I keep my shoes, a lot of my shoes in the garage because I, ha- I don't have a lot of space in the house. So I got like 15 pairs in the garage. And I'll go out to the garage to grab my shoes sometimes if I have to. And sometimes there's spiders in the shoes. And you know what? I just let them, we let them out because I read somewhere the spiders are good. They eat the other shit. Raccoons. I got all that shit. In the my spiders backyard. eat the raccoons? No, they don't eat the raccoons, but that's what I have in my backyard. Wow. Uh, you have raccoons? I have raccoons. I have skunks, raccoons, possum, all in the backyard every night. And then What's I, your I fed them. How I fed far them. Is this? I, fed the, I fed the raccoons once. And then I have like this fire, I have a fireplace in the backyard and I'm sitting back there with the fireplace going and I turn around and there's four raccoons right behind me standing on their hind legs. For food. They're fucking giant. Yeah. I was scary. Yeah. And they, they're not. They got hands. They, got, they have human <laughs> creepy. hands. They're they creepy. They have human hands. Because they, they ran off and they ran, I have, you know, outdoor pat, patio furniture and they ran off. And their muddy hands left an imprint on the on the pad, and it looked like a human yeah, baby hand. Little hand, yeah, little hand. It's creepy. And they don't. I, I shoot them away, but they don't leave. They're like, "Fuck you! We want more pop tarts." That's what I left out there. I left uh, brown sugar pop tarts. How did I know you eat brown? By the way, sugar if you pop-tarts. eat any other, uh, thank you. If you eat any <laughs> other pop tart than brown sugar pop tart, you're a fucking animal. Because I know there's a lot of what's going on in grocery shelves these days. Is 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 too much for me, because for years the Cheerio people, the Oreo people, the Cheerio people, and the Pop Tart Pop Tart people sat back on their laurels. They sat back. Listen, it was basically like over General Mills. Like we invented Cheerios, they're fine. They've been doing great for forty years, giving kids whatever. Did people, you know, ate vitamins Sugar and minerals? Addiction. No, not in Cheerios, really. I think they were just vitamins and minerals. Mm. That's what it said on the box. Oh, okay. Yeah, so so they were like, Cheerios are good for these kids. Everybody's ha- fine with their Cheerios. We're like, yeah, everyone's fine with Cheerios. Babies liked them without the milk. They just, you know, babies could eat them off their, you know, mm-hmm. in the back of the car or whatever. You always see, you see stressed out moms driving the kids to whatever with Cheerios all over the fucking backseat of the car. That's what you don't, you never want to get in like with, you know, when you're hooking up with some divorced mom or something, roll around in the backseat of a car and you step on next a Cheerio. Thing, next thing you know, you wake, you get Cheerios all mashed on the side of your face. Or, <laughs> that's a sad situation. Not that I've been in that situation, but I'm saying I would imagine that would be a sad situation. So now Cheerios, I don't know if you've seen Alex. I mean, they are going fucking wild. 700 different 
brands of cherry, cinnamon Cheerios, brown sugar Cheerios, chocolate Cheerios, uh, 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 Barry Manilow flavored Cheerios. His his ex husband made him do, do Cheerios, do a Cheerio line. So many Cheerios. Same with the Pop Tart people. The Pop Tart people birthday cake used to get oh what you name it for breakfast used to just get the brown sugar. Or grape, I think it was, or cherry, or strawberry, strawberry, and strawberry. chocolate. I think the one were that the had the three. colorful yeah. frosting on the front. And then don't listen, people. Don't come at me with your toaster strudel, your rich fucking toaster strudel oh, lifestyle way. Like, oh, toaster strudel had their little packet of uh, oh, this, jizz, the, the hot jizz. You know, like you, you just <laughs> it was frozen jizz. You had to heat it up. Oh, you Chris. had to heat it yeah, up. Oh, had I, we were not toast, Alex. We were not toaster strudel people. We weren't. Oh, okay. even, we weren't even pop tart people. Pop tart was something that when I started making money. In life, pop touch was something, and I was like, you know what? I'm successful splurge. now. Splurge. I can get. I get. I can, I'm going to get a fucking pop tart. Pop tarts. The other thing about pop tarts, either freezing cold or so fucking hot, you, there's no middle ground with a pop tart. You either just eat it cold out of the box, or it's so fucking hot you can't even put it on your face because it'll burn your tongue right off your fucking face. But now, 35 variations: birthday cake, Oreo cookie cream. And then the Oreos now I have Oreos. We're just fine. Yeah, we're fine, every everybody. Kind. You just got your Oreo, put it in some milk. Maybe double stuff. Don't keep it in the milk too long because then it gets too soggy and it breaks off, falls to the bottom of the milk glass, and you look like a fucking animal. You dip it in, you eat it. Everybody's having a good time. We weren't really allowed cookies and things like that. My parents weren't great parents, but they were very strict about sugar intake. They were, everything was, that's just sugary crap. You're not getting any of that. So we didn't get any of that. But like I'd go to a friend's house, like some of my friends, they were just, you know, off the wall. And they, their parents would just give them anything, you know, just have your fucking Oreos and your real Coke. Run out in the street with yeah. Oreos. Yeah, run out in the street, RC Cole, drink your RC Cole and eat your Oreos. <laughs> RC Cole. Yeah, but they all turned out to be like, you know, they're, they're all slow in the head now, these kids, mm-hmm. you know, they're kids. Kids. They're and inflamed. They get, yeah, right. They got the inflammation. <laughs> they, exactly. That's why they smoke weed because of yeah. the inflammation, right? Yeah. Everyone's mm-hmm. inflamed because you ate too much sugar. Not me. I didn't eat any sugar as a child. We we were we drank uh, milk. That's what we were at. We were allowed to have milk, and we ate. Um, my mother would cook tongue. It's like a whoa! You guys use the whole damn animal. Like a like a Jewish. It's like Jewish people would eat tongue. It's like a fucking. Not we're not even Jewish, but for some reason we ate a lot of like Jewish foods. We, we you guys we, kept kosher. We, at the see, we used to eat like matzahs and stuff, but I think it was just cheap shit. So we we eat it anyway. Tongue. So so now uh, Oreos every week. It's a new the fall pumpkin yeah. spice Oreo. Ugh. Everybody's fucking Oreos has gone has gone berserk. They must have, have some you guy seen what they're finally doing with potato have, chips. Oh well, what are they? <laughs> you haven't seen Lay's? Are you fucking with me? No, Alex, no, Alex, I'm not fucking with it's you. It's so boring. Alex is fucking with no, me. No, I'm right not now. fucking no, with you. Yeah, you haven't seen any of like the biscuits and gravy flavored. Oh Lay's yeah, or, well that I think they did a contest where. Uh, well, yeah, people, but they keep doing them, so I know, it's like I know. every month they got like I crazy I know. chicken and waffles potato yeah, I chips. I tried it. I tried it. It's gr- potato chip. I'm not a potato chip guy. Fucking gross potato chips. 
I get them if I get my subway with the cards. Some of you people get. Some of you people are nice enough to give me subway gift cards, and I'll go and I'll get myself the. Uh, but you got to buy your own chips, huh? <laughs> no, you get you get the sun chips. Ooh, <laughs> and you only. I don't even like them, but they they're only at. You only see sun chips at Subway. Subway. I feel like the sun chip sales guy went at the Subway. Was like, hey, you guys want sun chips? Like, yeah, we'll take them. And he was like, okay, I'm cool. good for the I'm done. rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to work anywhere. I gave it to fucking ten thousand Subways around the country. I did what I had to do. That's a good bye bye. Now, now I'm living on an island with Jeffrey Residuals. Epstein, uh, banging fourteen year old hookers. Yeah, I said it, hookers. Uh, what else can we talk about? I maybe we should stop here and come up with something else because otherwise I'll, I'll sit and talk about pop tarts all day long. We're uh, we're about at time for music. No, wanna, what are we at? We're right at now? like forty five. Holy 47, shit! Seriously, yeah. we've cut a little bit out, but yeah, we're there. Well, we're also going to cut it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, well, let's just go over a couple of quick things. If you have any, if you have any anything to add, Alex, you can add. I, I just, was just gonna just say, some, just, go ahead. I was at a Starbucks the other day. Oh, um, somebody get a? Um, and this guy walked up and he said, "Can I just get a free cup of milk?" And he poured it all over his pumpkin spice Cheerios, and I was livid. You motherfucker! I was livid. See, this is <laughs> now what, I'm fucking with. You. This is what happens with these young kids, these young Alex and his friends. They they make fun of you, and you, you but they do it subtly, and you can't uh, you, you can't. I can't really know if he's fucking with me or not, but anyway, fuck that is a, so because I know who Snot is. I could walk down the street, and when these people they go like, "Oh, I'm making fun of the old man for fucking bitching about Cheerios," I'm like, "Yeah, well, how do you do you ever listen to the fucking work of Snot? Because I do. I know who fucking Snot is. You stupid pricks. Fuck all y'all. Go eat your fucking your birthday cake Oreos." And and good luck with your with your swollen ankles, you little fucks. <laughs> While I sit here listening to snot with my slim ankles, because I didn't eat, I had we were given kicks because you ate children. matzah. Yes, we <laughs> we had matzah and kicks, K I X kicks. That was just like cornmeal cereal. That was tricks, but with no flavor. No, yeah, the same and then, thing. No tricks. Oh fuck, forget about tricks. I love tricks. We weren't allowed to have tricks. Uh, but you know now that's the beauty of being an adult. If I want fucking tricks, I will go to the market and I will get tricks. The other thing I've noticed is when did cereal become a blue chip item? I mean, it's like nine dollars a box yeah. of cereal. Uh-huh. How do you people afford it? I mean, how do people who live like on a you know just working every day? How do they fucking have six kids? I really don't understand it. How do you feed six fucking children? On you, whatever. Got to feed them tongue and matzah. Uh, <laughs> that's what we had to yeah. do. And we, I think we, you know, we've, ma- I guess we managed to make it happen. Yeah, you're right. My yeah. parents didn't have any fucking money. They do now. Fucking, my mother's coming. My mother's coming to LA next week. I'm going to spend a week with Just my mom. Just your mom? My, my, my dad's not going to come this time. He's going to hang at the, at the house. But uh, my mom is coming. And um, so I'm. it's going to be me and mom for a week. Not quite a week, but my brother's here too. So I'm, I'm going to have to lean on my brother a lot to uh, take her to take her. But I'm going to have to fill like a lot of time with mom and um, just to have her on the show. You know, people have said that, but my, we my pa- my family is not like they're like, she'd be great. I'm like, trust me, they, she wouldn't be great. Wouldn't be like great. they're like the people I mentioned in my stories, like Chris Kendall and stuff. They're like, you should have these people on. I'm like, these people are re- re- very, very regular people. Like what I do and just talk and what you do, Alex, yeah. and it, there is something to it. Like my mother literally cannot talk. If she, if I put a microphone over my mother, she would not, she would clam up and not be able to speak. She's not entertaining. She's not, she's a regular person. So for everyone who says, have your mother on, 
it, you'd be very disappointed. They're not fun or funny. They're just regular folks trying to get through the day and die. That's the way it is. So next week, she's coming. So I'll have stories to tell you about that. Ooh. What else was that? I was about to say something. We're talking about snot. Oh, snot. So, we're yelling at the yeah, children. Yeah, snot does this, and he talks. Oh, we were that. talking about families. They can't feed them. Or feed oh, yeah. Them. that's. I mean, I'm just, I mean, but I, but everybody seems to do it. I, you know, I follow all these people on Instagram and on, on that Facebook page. And not only are they living, they're living well. Like, everybody's got a fucking backyard in the ground swimming pool. In the ground swimming pool. Kids got cereal. We were above the ground people. Above the ground. I don't even see them anymore. Above the ground pools. They're not even a thing anymore. Like, are you, they're so laughable. And you'd be you'd be laughed out of your neighborhood if you went and to Harrow's or wherever you got an in the ground swim, up, above the ground swimming pool. And you, you got some, you know, aluminum, you know, plastic bottom, filled it up with a garden hose. Swam around in that same dirty water for fucking four months, and and you just and then in October you just kind of fucking let it out to just flood the neighborhood, and you say, hey, that, that's my kids. Four you, months of my kids' bacteria. Welcome. <laughs> that's what you, it is. Yeah, hope your kids had a good summer. Bye bye. I think it's over now too. Summer, right? Yeah, we're about there. Because I see a lot of kids are going back to school. Back to school. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. And that brings me to what I was gonna you know kind of wrap this up with was. I hope you had it, and it's still you still got a few weeks left of it, because usually it's like Labor Day weekend is the the official end of summer. But it it this has been, and I didn't. Even, did you realize it was a hot girl summer, Alex? Did, I did you realize we were in we were in hot girl summer? I mean, I I noticed, but I didn't. No, no. Where would you? It. Where do you see hot girls? Like we see, so you, you've noticed just walking the streets. You've said, oh, this looks like particularly. Uh, I'm hot. like, oh, this is a hot girl summer. <laughs> yeah, girl summer. Is, well, I spend a lot of time on Melrose, so but, but my Melrose. There hasn't been a hot girl on Melrose since Dude, 1997. Are you out of your mind? Is there? I, I haven't been. No, to Melrose. so they have this crazy. It's like it's almost like the Fairfax district right. of like people who wear overpriced garbage clothing has yeah. gone around the corner to Melrose too. Oh, I know Melrose. Yeah, yeah. no, it's a like I'm not talking about old like classy red old Melrose. I'm no, talking no, no, about... no, no, no. I know Mel. I know the Melrose. Yeah. that's where I when I first came to Los Angeles, it was the spot. Yeah, that's so, where the hot girls are now. So when I first landed in, in Los Angeles, I was obsessed with like John Hughes movies and like all those like Rob Lowe and Andrew McCarthy and like I love like that kind of shit. One of the reasons I'm here, like, I was like, I want to be Andrew McCarthy. You know, that's from Pretty in Pink. And I remember seeing an interview with Lou Diamond Phillips, who was La Bamba. He was in La Bamba. And, you know, you don't see him much anymore. He was in Longmire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's done. You know, Lou Diamond Phillips has done fine for himself. Seems like an okay guy. He's married. His wife left him to marry Melissa Etheridge, which is an interesting story to me. His wife married Melissa Etheridge? His wife left. They were married. This is years ago. Lou oh. Diamond Phillips and his wife, and his wife, you know, divorced him and married Melissa Etheridge. Oh. That's three three wives ago from Melissa Etheridge. She's had now since. She's, she runs three, through him. Yeah. So, uh, now, Lou Diamond Phillips, I saw in an interview... This has got to be like 1989 or 90 or whatever. And he's wearing cowboy boots. These cowboy boots. Like fucking cowboy boots. But I'm from Long Island. I never saw cowboy boots. So to me, it looked like that's fucking success. Lou Diamond Phillips came from nothing, got some success in La Bamba as Richie Valens, and got himself a pair of cowboy boots. I said, the first thing I'm going to do when I make a fucking good buck is go get some cowboy boots. So one day, I have a really good day at Sizzler. I was working at Sizzler. I wound up making like $75 that night because some guy tipped, you know, five bucks here and there. I was like, holy shit, I'm going to buy cowboy boots. I went to Melrose. 
Tony Lama store. Ooh. I think they, I think they're still in business. Tony, Tony Lama is a huge boot. Yeah, they're yeah. In, I see him in Nashville. That's a nice pair of boots. Yeah. Oh, and what did I do? The guy says, "Do you want?" Um, he, he says, "So I buy these gray cowboy boots. The worst fucking. I mean, I look like such an asshole." <laughs> I, if you're a cowboy, fine. You know, not walking. Like Even a, cowboys don't wear gray. No, not twelve o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday. I'm walking around a supermarket, you know, in my cowboy boots like a dick. And then the guy goes, "Do you want the metal tips on them? Like these metal tips?" Now, obviously, if you remember the video for uh, "You Gotta Have Faith" by George Michael, you gotta have faith for faith for faith. I gotta have George Michael had these metal tips on his cowboy boots. Now for George Michael. It's a good look. He was a gay man, a pop star. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. He's George Michael. I'm, I, the guy, Tony Lama says, you want, I think he was fucking with me. He's like, do you want the fucking metal tips on the front? I was like, yeah, I do. Yeah. So he gives me fucking metal tips to put on the front. He nails them on. He's like a, he's like a cobbler. He nails on the metal tips on the front of the cowboy boots. So I slap them on and I walk out onto Melrose. Now this is like the hippest kids in Hollywood on this Melrose at the time. And there I am in big gray cowboy boots with metal tips on the front, like an asshole walking down the street. Oh, I could see people were spitting on me. What a <laughs> fucking loser. Got on my, I got on my Mercury Lynx and I drove home. <laughs> and you know what? I wore them probably four times. I never felt successful in them. I didn't feel like it was a success. They cost me $350. I gave them a you goodwill. You still got them? Oh. I gave them a the goodwill years ago. I probably bought them off Probably yeah. some Mexican guy walking around in them right now. You know, clacking that metal clacking on the side of it. <laughs> like, look what I got. These some loser bought these years ago, and I bought them for five dollars at the Goodwill. And look at me now, very successful. One time, I saw an interview with Lou Diamond Phillips. <laughs> You're uh, <laughs> my, my, my Mexican guy. He sounds. got very Indian at the he, end he there. Goes, he, he always goes into Indian when he when he get when he starts to uh, whisper. He goes he into whispered. Indian. Yeah. Anyway, that's my story. So, Hot Girl Summer is what we're getting. Hot at. Girl Summer. Hot Girl Summer. It's Hot Girl Summer. I keep seeing on Instagram, hot girl summer, hashtag hot girl summer, hot girl summer. So I don't know if you girls are, uh, have, uh, if you're in hot girl summer, if you're part of it. I haven't been, I, I haven't done, like I said on a few other podcasts, I, I haven't done a fucking thing this summer. Haven't left the house, haven't done anything, haven't, you know, I watched a little Bachelor, uh, Fantasy Island, Bachelor, Bachelor of Fuck Island. And that's my, that's my summer. When I don't that's my summer. I, I live vicariously through those people eating shrimp and pineapple and, you know, and fingering each other. That's what I do. I, I didn't go to Hot Girl Summer. I haven't even seen any hot girls in, in summertime. But it is Hot Girl Summer. And apparently what Hot Girl Summer was is a big movement on hashtags and all this you know, stuff. Hot Girl Summer. Hot Girl Summer. And I guess it's a song. I looked it up last mm-hmm. night. What is this Hot Girl Summer? Because I don't want to be left out you know, to be made fun of in my cowboy boots by you people. Because, so that's why I have to look up things like Snot and Billie Eilish and, and Old Town Road and Hot Girl Summer because I want to be part of the scene because when I go on television and people go, oh, he's old and gross, I go, yeah, I'm old and gross. That's true. But I'm familiar with the work of Snot. So fuck you. Okay? Fuck you. Fuck you. Snot. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to play. As our song today, we're going to play um, some hot girl summer. This is the song that started it all. This is Megan the Stallion Megan with Nicki Minaj. Oh, Ty Dolla Sign. Oh, and Ty Dolla Sign. Is that Ty Dolla Sign? I'm assuming. But this yeah. is not because Snot also spells his name with a dollar sign. Snot. No, his name is Ty D O L L A S I G N. Oh, dollar sign. oh he oh, writes Ty it out. Oh, Ty Dolla Sign. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Real ass bitch. That's hey, Nicki Minaj. I just want to say, if you took your gray Tony Llamas to the Old Town Road instead of Melrose, Llamas to the Old Town Road. I'm gonna take these metal tips off. I'm gonna drive my Mercury links to. I used to hang out at a bar called Red Onion. They used to be. They were like Applebee's. Red Onion. To, they, they were then they're, they're no longer around. They closed. They, yeah. yeah, they were like Applebee's, and on Wednesday night they would become a club. They like, were like Apple. Applebee's? Kind of. I thought it was high end. No, no, not Red Onion. Maybe for you in Vegas. Well, Red O, isn't that the same no, no, thing? No, 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 the... no, no, no. Red O was high end. That's closed now. But Red Onion was like a, was like an Applebee's. They used to do a couple in the valley. And they had like a club night, Wednesday night. Ooh. But for like losers. Like for people who for couldn't people get into who, real clubs. For people who go to... I would go in my Tony Llamas. Oh, I'd put them on and I'd go and I'd fucking kick those things off. Try to get a lady. I did meet an Asian girl that one time. She danced with me to um, uh, an In Excess song we had did, did one dance and she was into the Tony Llamas for a minute it's Nicki Minaj who's this is that Nicki Minaj or is that uh, what's Nicki Minaj. girl's name what's the girl's name uh, Megan the Stallion Megan the Stallion two E's oh the Megan the Stallion yeah okay and this is is she a hot girl is um, honestly it's an animated picture of her and <clears throat> assless Jackson but how is this hot girl summer are they saying hot girl summer I haven't heard them say hot girl summer yet it's a hot girl summer it's a hot girl summer everybody's not having a bummer summer cause it's a hot girl summer it's a hot girl summer everybody 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 summer summer hot girl oh is that her is that, is that the, the the what's her name the buffalo the stallion Teresa the buffalo <laughs> yep this is her <laughs> Teresa the buffalo Teresa the buffalo get it right the buffalo yeah Oh, that's her. Oh, should I take that dick, did you say? Maybe. Should I take that love? Should I take that dick? You should take that dick. Always take that dick. It's hot Girl Summer. Hot Girl Summer. Take that dick. You're not going to regret it. You'll look back in a couple of years and go, oh, remember that Hot Girl Summer when I took that dick? Me which and, uh, which, which ter- dick? Teresa the All Buffalo. Those. That Teresa the Buffalo song was the Buffalo song was playing and I took that a dick. If you walked down Melrose hot girl right now. You would hear this. Oh, man. If anybody has a pair of Tony Llamas they'd like to get rid of, I would you send them my way. Old Tony Llamas with some metal tips on the front. Let me see if I can find a picture of those for you people. You ready for... Uh... Now let's give you uh, our song. This is a weird one because um, I'm going to take it back to the 1979. Uh, number one song in the country, 1979. It was a band that really did... They weren't even a band. There were a bunch of DJs got together and made this song. But I just fucking love it. I remember hanging out at this girl's house. Me and my friends walked to the, her house, and her mother would let us hang out in the living room. And this was the number one song in the country at the time. I don't want to say her name. Her name was Lynn. Lynn? Her father had an oil truck, and he would uh, give heating oil. Heating oil. And I thought he was like an oil baron, you know, but he just had a truck route where he, you know, just pumped in heating oil to your house. But he had an actual truck that said the fucking last name on the side, and to me that was something. And I remember they had a pinball machine, like a legitimate put a quarter in pinball machine in their home. And I was like, wait a minute, you fucking have like an arcade style pinball machine in your house? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, and you rigged it so you don't have to put quarters in. Like, yeah, no quarters. But it, you play as like a quarter machine, but no quarters. 
I was, my mind was fucking blown. I'm like, this is, the, I've never seen anything like this. It's a real legitimate pinball machine that I would see in a real, like a public establishment. In a In a private home? Like, yeah, we got a pinball machine. Oil baron, what do you expect? <laughs> guy fucking and I was like I gotta get into heating oil this guy can afford a pinball machine rigged to not hold quarters but yet still plays and this song's called pop music give it to me Alex number one song in the country by a band called M oh it was so fun pop music years ago I went to see U2 the band U2 and they always put on an amazing show I've never seen U2 live and I was seeing them at the LA Coliseum here 100,000 people and this is this is what they, this is they played this song and they came walking out around the track the track we had the Olympics here in 1984 or whatever and they have this big track around the field where they played and they walked all around the track playing this song while the crowd just went fucking nuts. What year was this? Playing my song again. I don't know. Whenever they came out with that disco album, Disco Tech, that in, that U2 uh, album, Disco Tech, yeah, it's a fucking great album. I love you too. We haven't done any U2 on here. No, because they're oh, too seven, good. They're yeah. legitimate, you know? I like. The, I, I try to do bands that are like we a little could, quirky. They got, I know some people have a beef with them. They got some stuff we could play. I understand. But for me, U2 is very important in my life. Pop music. Did you know uh, Bono is like one of the richest rock stars in the world? I saw it the As other he day. should be. He is wealthy. Yeah. Well, they've been around for 40, 50 years. Like, you look at a guy like Ty Dollar Sign. Ty Dollar Sign? Dollar. Dollar Sign. Or a guy like Snot. Like, Snot. Snot doesn't have any hits. Like, But Snot. Snot's got fucking. Sm- like, a, a Ferrari. So, like, Ty Dollar Sign has a Ferrari. And for, I don't know, I couldn't tell you one Ty Dolla song, but he's wearing... So, like, a guy like Bono, who's got 40 years of hits, Rod Stewart, 40 years of hits, how much money do these people have? Like, they they must have trillions of dollars. If Ty Dolla Sign, with one fucking song, can have a Ferrari, how much does Rod Stewart have? What is this? You're this playing? is snot. It just was on the loop. Oh, like, keep so, giving, yeah, give me some more we'll, snot. Let's we'll, end with some snot. We'll end on some snot. <laughs> You know what's going to end Snot's career? Tissues. <laughs> Got him. Thank you very much. Got him. Just crumple it up and throw it away, everybody. You don't like Snot? Just crumple it up and throw it away. Thank you very much. Let's end with the hackiest joke I've ever done in my life. Uh, and uh, I've had a good time. Yeah, I've had a good time here. I've had a good, it's been, like I always say, slow news week. We somehow muddled through talking about Cheerios um, and Snot. I hope you enjoy this. Spread the word, as I always say. You just have to, because we have our core audience, and I love you guys for listening. But we gotta expand beyond our core audience. You gotta go, hey man, listen to this. You know, I would, after Heather McDonald show, I was t- talking to some people, and they're like, we didn't even know you had a podcast. I'm like, fuck you. I mean, what more do I have to do? Listen to, show your friends Come last week. See episode. me, people. Yeah, that was our best. That was a that was, great I episode. listened to it, I was fucking loving that one. That was our best. I told him in Blue Room, Blue Room Comedy Club, Springfield. Um, that's where I'm going to be uh, in September. And then I'm and also in Arizona in September. Um, yeah, you know the spots. I'm at Stir Crazy Comedy Club in uh, Glendale, Arizona, the 12th, 13th, and 14th September. Blue Room Comedy Club, 27th and 28th in Springfield, Missouri. And then this Saturday, this Saturday, this Saturday, the 24th, my brother Kenny's birthday. And also, I will be at the Comedy Hideaway in Santa 
Barbara, California, Santa Barbara Comedy Hideaway. Come to that, Santa Barbara. Love to see you there. Cheap tickets once again. I'm having a good time doing this podcast. I really am. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's just bullshit. Sometimes we're just fucking around talking about Cheerios and Pop-Tarts, you know, but that's the way it's going to be. Good night. See you next week. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.